Emergency superannuation. I nailed it. I mispronounced it because it's a difficult word to pronounce. Okay, so if you don't know what superannuation is, pfft, sorry, I, I make these ideas up. Okay, don't worry, I just make ideas on how to solve world problems and get very excited and wish I could do some of them. Then I go back to high school and get really depressed about how little influence I have over the world and like I will express my ideas and people will be like, oh, that's kind of cool. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. So in Australia, there's this thing called superannuation. Most countries don't have it because they're not as good. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, that's all right. Other countries are good in their own ways. But I'm pretty sure this is mostly Australian concept. Um, it's where a percent of your income is taken away from your, so like from your salary. So the, you say you make $1,000 um, a year, oh, not a year, a month. Uh, it, it's taken from your salary, right? And it's basically saved plus interest, so it's basically a forced investment. And so in Australia at the moment, it is 9.5% of your income is invested and saved so that you, so basically what happens is you save it over time and you cannot access it until of retirement age, which I think is 67 years old. They do keep increasing it because the boomers, you know, the backbone of the Australian economy because the boomers didn't have enough children. And so now we're all reliant on them. And so they have six investment properties and I'm out here. I can't afford the new iPhone. So basically, by the time you retire, you have a butt ton of money. Like some have like a million dollars that they get, some are a bit less, a couple hundred grand, you know, but it's a lot of money that you've been forced to save. Um, so when you become an old, senile, grumpy person, you're like, back in my days, I, I had to plow the fields. You have it easy. You know, that way belittle young people, don't worry, I'll do the exact same thing when I'm old, that I cannot wait. Um, and so you can buy a nice house and live in relative comfort or use it as your pension. I think it's mostly used for your pension. So some of them, I'm aware, you don't actually get all of it in one go. You get given it over time. There are different types of superannuation. So what I'm pitching is uh, about 13.4 million Australian. Damn. Damn, boy. Damn, boy, he's thick. Bah! 13.4 million Australians don't have any savings if they're out of a job. Most of them would be young Australians, assuming, and some like druggies and stuff. And 7.5 million Australians struggle to pay their bills and are not saving money regularly because they probably don't make enough money. They just physically cannot save because they've got 20 cents left. Whoopee, I'm gonna have a million dollars when I'm senile. Um, so yeah, we have a problem here. I've addressed the problem. This is my pitch. So my pitch is very simple. Another superannuation plan that is compulsory, but it's, so it sets aside 9.5%. I'm just doing that because that's what the other superannuation is. It can be whatever, but I think it's very important and I hope government listens to me. Unlikely, but I hope people will listen to me. I think it's a good idea and maybe tell the government so they can do it. So it sets aside 9.5% of your income until your total amount deposited equals to about 8.5 grand Australian dollars. And it just sits there as emergency savings. So it's basically another forced investment. So it will get compound interest over time. And so suddenly you're out of a job. You're fired unexpectedly. And like millions of Australians right now during the COVID-19 pandemic. And 
so now you have to become reliant on Newstart. Uh, this, so like you have to go get welfare because you're not making any money, how are you going to pay for rent? So basically what this does is gives the government's time, like a, so if a big emergency like this happens, um, what happens is the governments have like a buffer time so not, everyone's not suddenly reliant on welfare money. They have some like a little bit of space, maybe one month's rent. It's not much, but it's something. Because of course government services fail, it's expected, okay? Just expect the government to underliver. Like rule number one of living. Okay, expect the government to make you disappoint. <laughs> and so you can easily access this. Now and we of course we can have a little bit of government oversight so people don't use it for gambling or something. Um, so this isn't a permanent solution, but it just gives us time. You're right. Sorry, but so rent, mortgage, food, water, the bills. <laughs> you know, so you have some like breathing space. You can you can sit tight, and if the government takes one to two months, you can make it. Right? It's not impossible because most people don't have much savings, so they need like some money or they're gonna, they're gonna live with their parents. So let's say there's a natural disaster, economic recession, you're fired, you're part, part of cyclical unemployment and, and you just you're in a situation where you've lost your income stream. Um, this is a small investment that should be relatively easy to access, not too easy because it can't just be another bank account. You probably have to like go to the like not go to Centrelink because that ugh, but <laughs> like go on the website and just be like help and it, like it shouldn't be too hard to prove that you need help so if you, and you can just ring someone and they're like great maybe not ringing because Centrelink ringing the service is terrible so just like preferably the website has a big emergency button that you press when you need the money right once you get the money and plus whatever interest is in there so maybe you get nine thousand ten thousand who knows how long, however much further along in time you've like saved up to the eight thousand five hundred if you haven't reached eight thousand five hundred yet you'll just have to get whatever's in there basically and then once you get re-employed once you start getting money again you just do the same thing you just have that 9.5% taken away as well until you, it reaches 8,500 or change it every now and then like every decade for inflation and just it could be an extremely simple but useful idea in times of emergencies and so we can live with inevitable government inefficiency.